0: Hey, 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 it's the Everyday is Saturday podcast. Your host, Sam Crowley here, ready for another amazing episode. Um, Well, you know what? This one is going to be a little bit different. Uh, Different in the sense I want to remember a guy that we had on the podcast once, and I believe twice, but I know that it was definitely one time because if he wasn't the first interview I ever did, uh, he was one of the first. I just can't remember if he was actually the very first one. Dave Lacani. Uh, We lost a good one this week. You probably don't know Dave Lacani, but um, if you do, then you know he was the founder of Bold Approach. He's an author, speaker, and persuasion expert. That is why I had him on the show, because his story was absolutely fascinating. Dave, uh, I just saw uh, my buddy Ken MacArthur posted on Facebook, said, uh, R.I.P. Dave Lacani, I'm like, what, what? When did this happen? Uh, this was yesterday, December 1st. I saw the post, and I think Dave passed away maybe the day before. Just completely shocked me. I just stood, at, stared at the post. I'm like, wow, uh, Dave's gone. Um, anyway, um, I haven't talked to Dave in a few years. I, like I said, I think I had him on the show a few. I got to look back. I was trying to find an interview, but I couldn't find it. So I thought I had him back. Oh, you know what? Now I know I'm doing this podcast live. So now I know. I interviewed him for my speaker success vault. That's where it is. got to grab it. I'm going to post it on this podcast uh, later today. As a matter of fact, I'm just going to do a little bit of an intro, and you can listen to the interview I did with Dave, because I, I think you'll really gain a lot by it. But anyway, who was he? What did he do? Well, I was at a live event back in 2007 in Philadelphia, and I just quit my job the second time. So I was literally out of a job for good. I burned all the bridges, was never going back. So I went to this uh, this event called JV Alert. Where you go to make joint ventures with people. So I just launched my website uh, that month, I think, uh, right around there. No, I, I I had the website up for a little while, but I just started getting my podcast audios on the internet. You know, figuring out how to do that. Anyway, I went there to make some connections and. I went up to Dave after he spoke because I heard him speak. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. I was like, hey, I'd love to have you on my podcast. He's like, oh, what's a podcast? That, that was always the question I got back in 07. What's a podcast? Well, it's an online radio show. You know, iTunes has the platform. You and I do an interview, and uh, I just upload it. He goes, well, how do we do the interview? I go, well, I've got this uh, teleclass software that you and I dial into a phone line. And it records the audio, and I save it, and that's our interview. He's like, "Oh, sounds cool. Let's do it." So about a week later, we did it, and that was it. That was the interview. That's how we used to do it. We dial into a teleconference seminar line and did the interview. But so you know, check this out. The reason Dave is was now sounds weird to say. The reason Dave was such a master at persuasion is because of his upbringing. Uh, Dave was raised in a cult, and it was really wild to hear him tell the story. I can't even do it justice, but just to give you kind of the cliff notes, Dave knew all about the art of persuasion because his mind was completely manipulated. He literally grew up inside of a cult through his entire childhood, and then he escaped that, I believe, in his teenage years and went on to you know just leave that family and that whole upbringing and go on his own, you know? and blaze his own trail but because of how he was brought up he knew how persuasion could be used in a negative way so he flipped it and started training businesses and corporations on how to use persuasion in a positive way so what would be an example you already know the negative way you know manipulation mind control all of that inside of a cult but a lot of the positive ways you can do it, you see it in a lot of sales copy on the internet and things like that. It's more or less giving someone a nudge to do the thing that they really deep down believe that they should already be doing, but they need to be sold. They need to be persuaded. You know, persuaded can take on a negative connotation, but in the way Dave taught it, it was it, it was a positive way using it for good. You know, like a loaded weapon. It can be used for good. It can be used for not so good. You know, Dave taught the art of persuasion because of just the the wacky uh, community that he grew up in. And so he kind of just took all of that and flipped the switch and was teaching corporations. He wrote a book about it. You know, persuasion, mind control, all that stuff. But he did it in a real positive way. And he really made people feel good about themselves. You know, a lot of people need to be persuaded to feel good about themselves. So anyway, uh, I had Dave on the podcast, and I was really upfront with him. Like, hey, dude, I, you know, I've never really done this before. Let's see how it goes. And he was so just great. I mean, we did it on a Saturday. Uh, he lived in Idaho, and uh, he was probably a couple hours behind me in Ohio. I'm like, hey, let's set up the time difference. I mean, I was so new at this. And Dave wasn't new at speaking or anything like that, but he really just gave me a lot of uh, latitude to make mistakes and things like that. But you know what? We talked for about an hour. And then um, I said, hey, man, thanks so much for your time. This was great. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to burn this on a CD and I'm going to send you the audio. He's like, oh, geez. You don't have to. Now, think about how long ago, the burning it on a CD. When was the last time you heard that term? So after I got the audio done, uh, I uploaded it for my podcast, burned it to a CD, sent it to Dave with a nice thank you note. And then what he did was he emailed his entire email list and said, Hey, everybody, uh, Dave here. I just want to let you know I was on a podcast interview with this guy, Sam Crowley. And it was Sam did a he's a really great interviewer. I'm like, What? <laughs> I never did this before, but thanks. And I think the reason he thought it was such a great interview is because it was just conversational. Whenever I do an interview, you've heard me do several of them on this podcast, they're very conversational. You know, they're very just like we're having a cup of coffee at the, at the coffee shop, going back and forth, going, you know, asking questions and things like that. Super casual. Dave sent the email out to his list, and that's how I landed my first coaching client because somebody listened to the podcast and then emailed me and said, oh, my God, I love Dave Lacani. I love the interview you did with Dave. Would love to talk about coaching with you. That's it, my very first coaching client. So if you're wondering when and how, I sold my first coaching program. I can tell you that it was 2007 in the fall slash winter of 2007. And my very first client came as a result of interviewing Dave Lacani and Dave emailing his list without me even asking him with a link to our podcast interview. And that was it, you know? And I think that's there's so many great lessons there. Number one, um, the very first lesson. That I learned is ne- everybody's approachable. Never be afraid to go up and have a conversation with someone. No matter, and I, you know, Dave was speaking on a stage. I was in the audience. I'd never spoken before, but I said, hey, I'm, I'm going to go up and ask him, you know, do an interview. I did that with several of the speakers. Dave was really the only one that said yes or showed up, which is fine. You know, five said no, one said yes, no big deal. Uh, everyone's approachable, number one. Number two, your network creates your net worth. Okay. So by, you know, forging this relationship with Dave, I increased my network. He emailed his list, which had to been 10, 20, 30,000 people at the time, maybe more. And one of them, uh, several of them ended up opting into my sales funnel, my lead opt-in, you know, get an ebook. And that's how I was dripping on people back at the time, marketing, marketing like that. And then one ended up as a coaching client. So revenue was generated by the new network that I'd created. So never be afraid to have a conversation with somebody Expand your network. Always give, 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 give. Don't look to receive. Like I didn't do this. Because I didn't even. I didn't even know how to market. So I didn't even know that I would even ask Dave, "Hey, why don't you email your list with the interview, thinking I might get business?" I didn't even know enough to ask that question. Dave just did it unconditionally. So I gave unconditionally to Dave. I gave him a platform to get more listeners, more audience, more exposure for him. Didn't ask for anything. Matter of fact, I sent a thank you card with a CD in it to his address in Idaho. And just thank them. So here you go. Appreciate your time. He went the extra mile and did that. So that's pretty awesome. Third lesson would be your past really does create your message. You know, Dave's upbringing inside of a cult allowed him to be one of the top experts in persuasion, speaking all around the world. Um, Dave would tell you the same thing. You already have that message. Your experiences create your message. It's what we talk about on the show all the time. You want to be a speaker, consultant, you know, somebody that sells their services out there. You don't have to look to find your message. It's already inside of you. It might be buried in your past. Some there was a tipping point someplace in your life where you decided, I'm really passionate about this topic. That's what it is, you know? So that's lesson number three is that message is right there inside of you. You're the expert. Why? Because it's your message. And I think the last one is probably the most obvious one is time is running out life is really short how much longer are you going to sit on this thing that you want to do this message you want to launch this movement you want to create how much longer are you going to do it you know because your time's going to be up and maybe sooner than later and i think the message you know the biggest overarching one from this podcast is day's gone it's still you know it's pretty wild to think about when we lose people we're going to continue to lose people in our life some very close to us some acquaintances some people maybe haven't touched base with in a long time but then your number is going to be up. And before that happens, wouldn't you think it would be a good idea to at least try? Try to be bold in your approach. Try to be out there and put yourself out there. Of course the answer is yes. So really, stop waiting. My God, stop waiting. What the heck are you waiting for? The only thing that's going to change is that more time is going to pass. So anyway, uh, RIP Dave Laconi, one of the good guys on the internet, man. And so happy I was able to meet him in person And uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I will upload that interview. I just got to find it on my computer. I know I committed to maybe later today. I'll find it over the weekend, and I'll just do kind of a brief intro for it so you can listen to the interview. I think you're going to gain a lot from it. So first thing I do is find it, and then I'm going to upload it here on the Everyday Saturday Show. All right? Hey, would you leave a rating for this podcast, whether you double-tap Spotify, if you listen there, iTunes, leave a five-star rating? Helps great people like you. And, boy, do we need great people like you. Find the show. Find the show. All right, let's go. Have the